salutations of all the nations. Welcome to a Swap Experience with your boy, the one who is dashing and has that boyish charm that you so desire. The prettiest podcaster of all time, me. There is the hopefully eyes are doing well. Hopefully, all is well with thee. And if you are new here, first of all, welcome to the show. We thank you. I daily mean so that when I say thank you for coming to this episode and tuning in. And if you're a returning listener, thank you for stopping by once more. So if you guys want to do a big favor for your boy D, leave a five star. Remember, five stars only if this show is benefiting you or it's entertaining towards you. Five stars only on Apple iTunes, all right? Also, subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you so choose to use. So that could very well be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It could very well be Spotify as well. We're on 11 different platforms, so go check that out. Even if you want to check this out on the app, Anchor app, all right? You can do so. doesn't matter. Just make sure you tune in so you know whenever... I release a podcast. Make sure you follow me on my social media. It's underscore DD the Suave Kid on most platforms, with the exception for my podcast profile. It's underscore DD the Suave Kid 15 on Instagram. You can check out my YouTube channel, The Suave Kid. You can also check out my food page, Some Suave Food. So whenever you hear Suave, think of me. So that is basically what we're doing. We're doing a lot. Hopefully, you guys are coming up with own your own strategies, your own dreams and goals. But most importantly, take this time to reflect on Christ and getting right with him. That's the best thing that you can ever do during this time period is to get to know Christ and to accept him as your Lord and Savior. And I really mean that wholeheartedly. This is not for show. This is my lifestyle, and this is what I try to do every day. So, getting into it, I'm going to do the question of the day. And what the question of the day is for you guys, hopefully you guys are paying attention. What is one thing you could tell your younger self? Now, I I know that for a fact that a lot of people have had this question asked to them, whether it be via interview or just your own introspection. But I just want you guys to really sit down and think about it. What would you tell your younger version of yourself where you are now? Because if you think about it, a lot of the times we don't even, well, we not even we don't even, we actually do not know what could happen tomorrow. We only know what has happened and what is happening right now, right? So right, right now you're listening to the show, so you know that's happening. But you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen the day after. You do know what happened in the past because it's fixed, right? And all those dreams and aspirations, all those thoughts that you had when you were younger, you may no longer have anymore, or you might still have them, or you just think completely differently because you had aspirations, but you didn't fully know. You had your plans for the future, but you didn't know how it would pan out. So I want you guys to think about what would you tell your past self, knowing what you know now? What advice would you give your past self? I know for my, myself, I would say, 
don't try to always fit in with the in crowd and always make sure you stand up for what is right. Not to say that I didn't do that all the time as a kid. Sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't, but I would tell myself to do that and always think about, think twice before you do anything or three times and always seek counsel and go get good advice from people who are older than you who are actually wise. So that's what I would tell myself. I'm curious about what you guys would tell yourself. Make sure, and if you guys would like to, you can DM me what you would tell to your past self, and then I can say or relate on the show. If you want to keep it anonymous, I won't say your name. It's between me and you, and I'll be very, very careful not to give any hints away for those who may or not know you, but I would love to do that. If you guys are interested, just hit me up on my DMs, underscore DV, the Suave Kid 15, and we can do it. And you'll end up on one of the episodes coming up in the near future. But for today, we're going to be talking about being precise in your speech. Now, this idea comes from Jordan B. Peterson, which you guys may or may not know, but if you do not know who he is. Basically, he is a, I think, a critical thinker, but he's known for being a clinical psychologist and also a professor at the University of Toronto. So I'd say that he's a very intelligent individual and his ideas are very interesting. And this comes from his book, 12, Year, no, 12 Rules for Life. An antidote or 12 rules, yeah, 12 rules for life, and an antidote to chaos. All right, so I would say that that particular book helping is helping me get through understanding how the world works a little bit. Now, obviously, my main frame of reference and understanding life in the world is through scripture, but I think there's other books out there, not all, but very few that give good insights on certain things. I think that his book does the job. Now, some of you guys might not agree with his politics, but we're not really talking about politics. But as an individual, I would say that his work is very influential and very good and clinical critical or critical in understanding how we are able to navigate this way of life. And I think one of his rules is either in rule seven or rule six, where a subset comes in the rules. And I'll pull up the book just so that I have it to reference. So I'd say if I'm not mistaken, that this rule is either rule six, which is set your house in order, in perfect order, before you criticize the world, or it's a subset of the rule from pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. So I think it's in between one of those two rules, and he's talking about being precise in your speech. So meaning what you actually say. And when it comes to that, man, I'm just dropping everything from here. All right. 
So being that said, what it really entails is that when you are precise in your speech, you know what you're saying. You know what you're trying to articulate to other people in order to convey your argumentation or in order to convey your ideas. When we speak our ideas out and we can hear it, it is now out of our minds and into the public domain where multitude of people can dissect your ideas to see whether it's viable or not, whether it's true or not, whether it's a good idea or not. So that's what we have to understand when it comes to verbalizing your opinions, verbalizing your ideas, and you're going to get criticized for it. Now, some of the critiques that go out there are warranted. Others are just nonsensical. But if you are a thinking person, you're able to discern the difference between those two. Right? You can try to discern the intentions of the individual, whether they're trying to demean you or whether they're actually trying to get your ideas to be sharpened. Now, that's not to say that all your ideas are really good or really bad. Some of them are probably terrible and some of them are pretty good, but you'll never know until you say it out loud. And here's the thing when it comes to your ideas and your opinions and whatnot. I think when you speak them, now you have to be careful because some people are just, like I said, you have to discern it, right? So if that person's a negative person and cynical and doesn't really want the best for you, you would have to try to discern that to see whether or not you want to share your ideas, whereas you don't want to share it with a person that's always like happy-go-lucky and trying to just has no sense of realism either. So you have to find a person with balance or a decent balance. But what I'm trying to say here ideally is when you – Verbalize your opinions when you verbalize those ideas that you have, those beliefs that you have. It really sharpens you as an individual and how you can frame your ideas, frame your opinions, frame your beliefs. Because if you have nobody that challenges it or hears it, you're going to think that what you have is really the best when it could be, is not, or it just has to be worked on and sharpened and made better by dialogue. Because if you live inside your head and you only keep these in your these ideas and opinions and beliefs in your head, you're not going to know how to defend them when the challenge comes. And eventually it will come. So you want to have people who you're close with, let them know what you're thinking from every now and again. People who you can trust, though. Not, I'm not saying to tell everybody and shout it on the rooftops. I'm not saying all that. Don't say Didi said that that's what i said but what i'm saying is that you got to make sure you're precise if you think the person is not fully understanding and comprehending what you're trying to articulate to them make sure you go and to them and ask them is this clear here can you repeat to me what i said and do you kind of understand what i'm trying to say because if that's the case that means you might have something that's viable you might have something that could actually help other people if it's a good idea or if it's opinion, you can stand on it and be in a good place where you don't 
have to worry about wavering on your opinions. Your opinions are not shaky. Your opinions are not. I want. I don't want to say convoluted, but your idea. Your ideas are not unstable. Is what I'm trying to say in that regard. But essentially, yeah, you guys have to make sure you're precise in speech. And a lot of times we do take speech for granted. There's an article, I think it's by Garfinkel, and he's a sociologist, and as well as Berger and Luckman, who are also sociologists. And they what they were trying to articulate in their specific books and articles and scholarly journals and whatnot, what they were trying to say is that a lot of times we do take speech for granted we try to assume certain things and we come to a general understanding of those things when if you actually break it down do we actually agree with one another on certain things do we actually understand if we break it down to the very literal sense I want you guys to try and exercise if you can, just so my point is not falling on deaf ears. So if I were to ask you to make me a grilled cheese sandwich, right? A lot of you guys will already know what to do, but could you be able to make an instruction step by step to where if somebody has never heard of a grilled cheese sandwich is able to assemble one and make one. Now it sounds easy because you already know how to make one and you have, we all have a general or a common ideal of what it is to be or make a cheese grilled cheese sandwich. Now imagine if somebody had none of that, for example, a person from another planet hypothetically came down and then you had to try to explain it. Would you be able to write that down for that species to be able to create their, or themselves or you, a grilled cheese sandwich? Because even in the verbiage, they don't know what it means to spread something like spread butter on a piece of bread and you would put that down or they wouldn't know what it means to actually grill something. So we take these things for granted because we already know what it is because we are raised up in it and there's a general knowledge or a common sense that everybody has because it is common to us. That's why we have the word common sense. So that's just my opinion on that, is that even when it comes to basic things like such as giving an instruction, you have to be very precise in that. So I think that goes to a higher level. And what I'm really trying to get according to is in order to communicate to people, whether it be your wife to the husbands or the husbands to the wife or the mother and father to their children or a brother and sister or friends. You got to be very precise in what you mean by 
when you communicate with one another. It can't be always, in a sense, like a general idea or a common sense idea. Like when you ask somebody something and then they correct you, in a sense. For example, I'll use I'll use this as an example. So, you say to okay, you say to your friend, right? Pass that thing over there, right? And then your friend says, "What thing are you talking about?" He said, "The thing on the counter." Now there's three things on the counter, and the guy and your friend says, "I don't know what thing." You're talking about and then you have to say that red thing but he says which red thing because there's more than one red thing and then you finally say fine pass the red coke bottle to me on the counter now you could have said from that point on from before like oh i want this specific item off of this table and i need you to bring it to me the first time but because you thought to yourself that, you know, there's a general understanding that we have with one another. I don't need to fully explain explain myself and expound on that, on what I mean. You should already know what I mean, just to pass me the thing already. And that's what we sometimes take for granted. And sometimes when it comes to more in-depth conversations, more when it could be, for example, about belief systems, or it could be about your views on a certain political issue. You have to be very precise to that person, even if it's just a stranger, on what you stand for and what you believe. And you have to be very precise regarding those things because you don't want the person to be confused on what you believe and what you're trying to convey to them. That's the importance of precision when it comes to speech and there's a lot of times we say these colloquial sayings such as mean what you say for example if you say you're going to do something and actually do it and that's more putting words to action but just in regular speech for example as small as creating instructions for a, a person or a thing from another i'll say a person from another country coming over here and you're trying to explain how to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Would they know if they don't know what it is? Are you that precise in speech in order to do that? And I'm working on it too. I'm not perfect. I know I am not. That's without saying. That goes without saying. But if we really sit down and we think about it, how precise in speech are you? Are people really able to understand your argumentation? when you're trying to make a point? Are people really able to understand you when you give instructions? Without the common sense rule, are they able to understand when you say certain things regarding certain situations? Do you make it clear or do you make it in a sense where it's a mirage of words and it could take mean anything? It could be something as basic as where do you want to eat? I don't know whatever you want to eat. What do you mean you don't know? Because you know 
that you want whatever I want. So is it that you actually want what I want or you just can't think of it right now? And I know a lot of the men in the chat right now know what I mean when sometimes ladies don't know where they want to eat. Yeah, so I know for a fact that, listen, it has a lot to do with being able to critically think and then through that critical thought, be able to bring it to a verbal sense so that somebody else can understand what's going on in your mind. Some people are better at this than others, but at the end of the day, we can all work on it so that we know where we stand on certain things. We know how to convey to other people what we're thinking. And now I'm not saying for us, I'm not saying you have to be pretentious and use high vernacular, how vocabulary, all that sort of stuff. And use a lot of fancy words to articulate your points. It's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is whenever in whatever in whatsoever way that you can speak your point so that everybody can understand what you're saying. Whether it be a child or an adult. Now obviously depends on the intellectual gap as well because some people have that between obviously a parent and a child i'm not expecting you to explain taxes to a child if you can then you should definitely be a, an accountant or a teacher or some sort because I, I think actually i'd say that a lot of those courses that we take in uni should be applied to high school but that's a subject matter for another day but what i'm saying is if all that you get from this episode is that you should try your best to make sure that you say what you mean. Now, also, I'm not going to say just say whatever you want either, because I know some of y'all saying, yo, Didi told me I could go off and just flame everybody. This is not... If that's all you got from this, man, get off my episode now. But anyways... What I'm really trying to say is, if you really think about it, you want people to understand you for what, for who you are and what you actually are thinking. You want people to be under, to be able to comprehend what you say, and not be puzzled or confused. You want others to be able to say, "Hey, I understand exactly what you're saying," so. This is my point of view as well. And then you can do the same thing. So it's vice versa. So you want that exchange. You want that connection. And it would be a lot easier if we actually are truthful in our speech. Now, obviously, the truth is a very harsh thing. But I believe the word of God is the truth. And it refers to itself as a two-edged sword, able to divide soul from spirit, join divide the joint from the bone and the marrow and all that sort of stuff. And it's just a metaphor just saying it's very sharp and it cuts going out 
and cuts going in. So what it really is saying is that it's a very powerful tool that cuts through the mess and cuts through things that are very strong. And what I'm saying is when it comes to truth and actual truth, not your truth, not my truth, the truth, okay, there's a difference because if it's just my truth and your truth, they're different, which means that there is no absolute truth and there is absolute truth. But when it comes to truth, absolute truth, concrete evidence, things that we know are actually true, not what we think is true, because you can deceive yourself. But what we can actually know with absolute truth is that it does hurt, okay? And a lot of people would rather be told lies than the truth, even though lies destroy. And the truth, when it comes, it hurts. But at the end of the day, it's like, for example, I liking it, the scripture likens it to a two-edged sword. I also liken it to a needle. Sometimes the needle does hurt, but it's what's in the valve of the needle that actually helps you. So it's going to hurt. It's going to pinch a bit. You might not like it. But the serum, whatever is in it, is going to make you a healthier human being. And that's what the truth is. And a lot of times people don't want to hear it. And that's what precision handles. Because sometimes that's what I mean when it comes to precision. A lot of the times we try to manipulate and change our words to make a softer blow. Because we don't want that person to overreact or to be harmed emotionally to be in a distraughtful area in their life. We want them to be peaceful, but sometimes life isn't like that. And you're going to have to be very precise in your speech to people in order to make them understand what's actually going on. Whether it's about them or how they made you feel or just grandiose topics in in general. A lot of times we have to be able to let ourselves get out the way and be very truthful and be very precise in how we convey our ideas and our opinions. So I know I took you from a journey from just talking about critical thinking and being able to articulate your points. Now we're segueing into how precision in speech relates to truth. So you have to definitely mean what you say. And I think that's one of the most important things that I've learned from his book so far. And I never thought about it in that light before. And I'd suggest you guys read the book if you have a chance. This is a suave experience. We're going to hit it up with Wrap It Up DD or Wrap Up. And I sum up the show for you. So make sure y'all stay tuned. Yo, welcome to Wrap It Up DD, where I wrap up and I sum up the show for you. So here we go. Let's get it right into it. So we talked about being precise in speech. And I started off with talking and making the claim about the fact that 
a lot of times we have our own ideas and all those ideas and opinions and beliefs are in our minds. They're intrinsic. And we use speech in order to parlay it out to the world and how there's critiques in that world that we live in. And people are going to sharpen it. Some people will try to eradicate it. It doesn't really matter, but you're going to come into some conflict and some uplifting. And from there on, and you have to try to tweak what you're trying to say in order for it to not necessarily be a good fit, but so that you can understand it and then other people can understand your beliefs, your morals, your opinions, and all that sort of stuff. Your jargon, if you want to call it jargon, but essentially what it is is that you're taking something that you only thought of that you only believed and now you're bringing it forth for people to look and judge it and obviously it's really gutsy to do that and it's easier just to live within yourself uh, so no one can judge you but i don't think that's the healthiest thing to do because sometimes you have a lot of bad ideas that need to come out so people can look at him and say yeah actually this is not that good or there's some good ideas where people can look at it and say this is a good idea you should start saying it more or making your argumentation or your opinions a little bit sharper and better. And then I end up segueing into how precision rela- relates to truth and what you actually mean when you say certain things, when you say certain sentiments to people. And I think that is the main point of this whole episode is because when it comes to being able to articulate your opinion and your and what you actually mean it really in a sense shows the person who you're talking to or the subject matter that you're talking about your true sentiments not trying to appease everybody and i'm not saying you go out and you have to offend everybody but sometimes when you believe something to be true i don't even want to say that statement but sometimes when you say the truth is going to offend, right? It's quite evidence. Or sorry, it's quite evident in our society that sometimes when you say something that's a truth that can be backing up, even though sometimes you're reluctant to say it, it's still the truth nonetheless. And you're going to offend somebody and it doesn't matter. Because it's still the truth. If they want to live their life in a lie, that's their prerogative. I wouldn't suggest it because lies actually do more damage than the truth. The truth, like I said, is to me, is like a needle. It hurts, but whatever's in it is there to make you a healthier human being. So that is today's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I enjoyed making this content for y'all. So if you have any suggestions, hit me up underscore DD the Swapkit15 on Instagram. Also, make sure, make sure, make sure you leave a five-star review for us on Apple Podcasts. Because you know it helps with the rating of the show. And yo, your boy DD really does need these ratings, all right? So it helps do, do well with getting on the top charts and people getting exposed to this content if you enjoy it make sure you share it with your family and friends on whatever social media platform you so choose to use so it doesn't really matter all right actually it does time up time up 
because I'm not on all of them. So I think I'm on most things except for Snapchat. That's pretty much it. So underscore DD, the suave kid 15 on Instagram just for the podcast show, but everything else is underscore TV, the suave kid. And I believe that is it. Hopefully you guys are staying safe. Hopefully everything is all right with you. And I'm thankful for all you for tuning in once again on another episode of the Suave Experience. It's your been your boy, the pretty boy, Didi the Suave Kid. So all y'all stay suave and just chill, just chill till the next episode.